The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. Well, it was the Omar Infante and James Shields show on Sunday, and Royals fans certainly gave it two thumbs up. Welcome in the Clubhouse Conversation, where the Royals responded to a tough loss on Saturday night in big fashion by blowing out Baltimore 9-3 in the series finale, which gives the Royals a series victory over a good baseball team, one that they could easily be competing against for a potential wild card, depending on how things go for the Royals and in their division. Also gives the Royals a respectable 3-4 and four road trip that brings them home right at 500, and it makes the Royals 12-0 when they score four or more runs, 0-12 when they score three or less. And basically, Omar Infante made sure on his very own that they would not score three or less in this one. As he started things off in the top of the first, Noriaoki hit that ball well to center field. Adam Jones saw the ball, hit his glove, bounced out for a, an error slash triple, depending on how you look at it. Omar Infante with a contact play on, grounds out to short, brings in Aoki, one nothing, which you always love, with James Shields going, getting some support before he even takes the hill. Then Omar Infante comes in his next at bats in the third inning, hitting a sacrifice fly to score Gerard Dyson, making it two to nothing. And by then he was like, no more of this small ball stuff. You know, I've had a grant at the short to score run. I've had a, a sacrifice fly. But then he decided to muscle up a little bit his next two ABs. He doubled in Alcides Escobar and Noria Oki in the fifth inning to make it four to nothing. At that point, you felt the game was over and the Royals had the game in hand. And then just to make sure it was over, we said, I'm going to go deep here one more time. Put this game away. Two-run shot by Omar Infante during a four-run seventh inning. Put the game well within hand in the, in the W column for the Royals. As Omar Infante, by the way, only one RBI away from tying the Royals' single-game record of seven that's been done several times in team history. So how about that? Omar Infante getting the job done, now leading MLB second baseman and RBIs. Doing fantastic in that two-hole for the Royals. And that's also by missing you know, a couple games due to that uh, jaw hit that he had earlier in the season. Now, James Shields also, we've got to talk about him because, wow, isn't it nice having a true ace out there? Having somebody that you can, as a fan, just watch and relax, not worry about bad things happening, not worrying when guys are on base. You just know Shields, nine times out of ten, will get the job done out there on the mound, give you a chance to win. And that's just something we don't see much as Royals fans. Seven innings. I thought this was one of Shields' better games of the year on three hits. Six strikeouts, two walks, only two runs allowed, of course, both on a mistake to Nelson Cruz, who's hot right now, a good hitter, especially in that park, I think. So Shields, seven innings, beautiful. Six Ks, two walks, three hits, gets his third win and as many opportunities. And then Kelvin Herrera comes in, one, two, three, with two Ks in the eighth. Good to see that. And once again, you can't have a Royals game without Royals Nation having a meltdown about Ned Yost. I don't know how Ned Yost factored into this game, but, you know, 50 tweets from different people <laughs> saying that. He brought in Greg Holland. People are saying, oh, Ned, why Holland today? Why not last night in the tie game? You did it opening day. You don't bring him in last night? You let Duffy blow it? Come on, give it a break. Let me tell you why Ned Yost brought in Greg Holland today and why it doesn't really matter. Number one, he brought in Greg Holland because he'd only pitched once on this entire road trip. You want to keep the guy somewhat fresh, somewhat sharp. He didn't pitch yesterday, and the Royals have an off day tomorrow is reason number two he brought in Greg Holland. So you've got the game in hand. You need somebody to come in. Pretty much everybody except for Michael Marriott had pitched the last couple days. So, you know, why not bring in Greg Holland? Why are we complaining? Number three, the game is 
well in hand at that point. The Royals are up big. Oh, he could have gotten hurt. Oh, it's just stupid. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Save your complaining for Ned Yost when it actually is legitimate. Not today. You lose credibility when you whine about everything. It doesn't help anything when you whine about everything, especially when it has nothing to do with anything. What are we even talking about? Why are we even talking about this? Let's move on. Great win for the Royals today, though. Seriously, Omar Infante was absolutely terrific. James Shields, absolutely terrific. A couple hits as well for Aoki, as we mentioned. Alex Gordon, good to see him hitting the ball hard. Salvador Perez, a couple hits. Every single member of the Royals lineup today got at least one base hit in this impressive win for the Royals. Speaking of impressive, how about some love to our old boy David Lowe for that unbelievable catch there at the end of the game. That's a web gem in left center field, full out head on dive catching that one. So good job for D'Lo. It's good to see him do something positive in this series as really it's been a tough start for him with his Baltimore career. So now we move on to an off day, which we know the Royals lose pretty much after every off day the last couple of years. So hopefully they can change that on Tuesday night. The Royals come home, which will be nice. They've had a ton of road games. 12 of their last 15 have been away from Kauffman Stadium. You come home at 500. You've got Toronto coming in who is struggling. You do have to face a tough Mark Burley in this series, but the pitching matchups aren't too bad, especially if they skip Bruce Chin, which they may or may not do. We'll find that out most likely tomorrow. So the Royals come home for Toronto and then Detroit. Looking ahead to Detroit, you've got no Anibal Sanchez as he's on the DL. You've got no Max Scherzer as the Royals should miss him. This is a good chance here. Good chance for a 4-2 and homestand. At some point, the Royals who are sitting at 500 need to make a move because somebody in that AL Central, which is completely jumbled right now, will at some point start winning some games and go on a streak. Why not be the Royals right now? We're at home. Then you got a nice little stretch on the road with the San Diego Padres coming up away from the K. So it'll be a nice time to move things forward and get a nice little streak going for the Royals once again. So we'll talk to you again actually tomorrow. I'm going to have a special Davos dish tomorrow. I am going to guarantee Eric Hosmer a home run in the Toronto series. How am I going to do that? Find out tomorrow. This is guaranteed to work. We'll discuss tomorrow, Monday, right here on Davos Dish with Clubhouse Conversation. Until then, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and the beginning of your work week.